of super soul in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotees cleanses the desire for material enjoyment in the heart of the devotee who relishes his messages which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. It is the special mercy of the Supreme Lord that as soon as he knows that one is glorifying his name, fame and attributes, he personally helps cleanse the dirt from one's heart. So Lord personally helps the dirt from the heart of such a person. Therefore, simply by such glorification, one not only becomes purified, but also achieve the results of pious activities, Punyasana Kirtanaha. Punyasana Kirtanaha refers to the process of devotional service. Even if one does not understand the meaning of the Lord's name, pastimes or attributes, one is purified simply by hearing or chanting of them. Such purification is called Sattvabhavana. One's main purpose in human life should be to purify his existence and achieve liberation. So that's the main purpose of human life is to purify one's existence and achieve liberation. As long as one has a material body, one is understood to be impure. So do we have a material body? Or a spiritual body? So therefore, we are impure. In such an impure material condition, one cannot enjoy a truly blissful life, although everyone seeks it. Do we agree with this statement? But because of the impurity, one cannot enjoy a truly blissful life. Is that what is our experience? Thank you. Therefore, Srimad Bhagavatam 5.5.1 says, Tapodhivyam Putraka Ena Sattvam Suddhayev One must perform tapasya, austerity, to purify his existence in order to come to the spiritual platform. The tapasya of chanting and glorifying the name, fame and attribute of the Lord is a very easy purifying process by which everyone can be happy. Please note, Prabhupada said that the tapasya of chanting and glorifying the name, fame and attribute of the Lord is a very easy purifying process by which everyone can be happy. Therefore, Everyone who desires the ultimate cleansing of his heart must adopt this process. Other processes such as karma, jnana and yoga cannot cleanse the heart absolutely. So the verse starts with the uh, word Sanskrit word naikantikam and Prabhupada ends the purport uh, with that. Process such as karma, jnana and yoga cannot cleanse the Jnana Jana Salakaya Chakshurun Militamena 
तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः श्री चैतन्य मनोविष्ठं स्थापितं येन भूतले स्वयं रूपा तदा माह्यं ददाति स्वापदातिकं वन्देहं श्री गुरो श्री युता पदकमलं श्री गुरुं वैष्णवांश्च श्रीरूपं साक्रजातं सहगनारघुनाथान्वितं तां सजीवं साद्वैतं सावदूतं परिजनासहितं कृष्णचैतन्यदेवं श्रीराधाकृष्णपादां सहगनालिता श्रीविशाखमुताश्च मुखं करोति वाचाणमंगं लंगायते गिरीं गिरिप्राथमहं वंदे परमानंदमाधवं द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी गॉडेड हैज द फॉर्म ऑफ सच्चिदानंद विग्रह ट्रांसेंडेंटल ब्लिस नॉलेज एटर्निटी आई ऑफर माय रेस्पेक्टफुल ओबेसिस फ्रॉम टू हिम हु टर्न द डम इनटू एलोक्वेंट स्पीकर्स एंड एनेबल्स द लेम टू क्रॉस माउंटेन्स सच इज द मर्सी ऑफ द लॉर्ड वांचनल पात्रो विस्तार प्रभासन दुर्चर्य विचार पतिकारम भावने भयोवैष्णवे भयोनोन महा श्रीकृष्णाचेत ओनिच्छानंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधाशिवासादिगोरवक्तरिंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे सो दिस इज अ प्रोसेस चैंटिंग हरे
for one whose lot is cows and for all other sinful men. Simply by chanting the holy name of Lord Vishnu, such sinful persons may attract attention to the Supreme Lord, who therefore considers, because this man has chanted my holy name, my duty is to give him protection. So this gives us a ray of hope that for whatever activities we may have performed before coming to Krishna consciousness that was done in, uh, in knowledge or in ignorance. Knowledge in the sense that following the state law, you know that what well, you are not supposed to do, but still one may have done it. But in ignorance, because we do not know the scriptural injunction, because that was not known before coming to Krishna consciousness. So all such activities, if someone has performed, they all can be condoned, or all those activities can be purified simply by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. But by other processes that Nishkuti or by the atonement, it does not purify, it does not remove completely, absolutely it does not clean the dirt from the heart. Therefore here we find a comparison is being made uh, between two processes if you want to say. And this we find in Bhagavad Gita also uh, is being uh, discussed. One is the gradual process, the other is the direct process. And in the gradual process, somebody performs the uh, karma yoga or you can say uh, sakama karma, nishkama karma, then comes to jnana, then comes to astanga yoga, and then finally comes to bhakti. So this is a gradual matter. And in following those steps, it's possible that one may stop at an intermediate step itself. Although the ladder is a yoga ladder, and when you say yoga ladder, it is the bhakti ladder. That means that one should reach the highest step. But it's possible that many of them are bewildered with the intermediate steps. Or whatever little results they get with the intermediate steps, they feel they have achieved a lot and therefore they get stagnated at that level itself. For example, in education or an academic field, we say that achieving uh, PhD, like Prabhu has achieved his PhD recently, has submitted his PhD and become a doctorate uh, in economics. Yes, Prabhu, economics? Uh, accounting and information system. Accounting. So, so that is the goal of an academic education, that you are trying to achieve uh, the PhD, Doctor of Philosophy. It doesn't matter which branch, uh, which area of uh, academic field you take, but ultimately that's the goal. But how many of us reach, like Prabhu has reached the field of uh, achieving a PhD? Some of them, they drop off at year 10. No wonder uh, here in Australia we have graduation at year 10, then we have graduation at year 12, and then we have graduation at the degree, then we have the graduation at master's and then you finally come to PhD. So there are all intermediate steps. 
So someone may pass at 10th class and say, yay, I have achieved uh, the greatest in the academic field and therefore I am out in the market for a job. And he, the person does get a job and the person feels satisfied, but this is enough for me. It's something like doing a Sakama Karma Yoga, that the person does some activity according to the Vedic scripture, attached to the results, and then he feels, well, I'm following the scripture, I'm following the rule of the state, and therefore there's nothing harm, I'm, I'm happy. Because he gets started like year 10. And someone progresses from there, as he understands that it's not enough, and by the contact association of the Brahmana, he tries to get the knowledge. So the Nishkama Karma Yoga ends in the Jnana. And that with that jnana, the person feels happy. And then if someone is more interested, he progresses further into Ashtanga Yoga. All these processes, as uh, the verse says, of Vishnu Dutas are saying, that they are na aikartika. They do not completely cleanse the heart. They do utilize some karmic reactions. Some karmic reactions neutralize but it does not cleanse the heart completely and therefore Vishnu um, the saying Asapate once again they go back to uh, the old habits because the the root has not been cleansed. So what are the steps we find which is given in uh, network devotion on this aspect? What is the root cause? is mentioned, it is the avidya. Avidya leads to avidya leads to avidya is ignorance. Yeah, material desire. And that material desire leads to activity. That is the power, sinful activity. So therefore, it starts with ignorance, avidya, that leads to material desire, which is called the bijam, and then that bijam leads to sinful activity. sinful activity, which is papam, and therefore that gives the distress. So by following this process of the karma, jnana and astanga, at best, it neutralizes the activities. It is the, we have seen that ignorance, desire, and then we have the activity, the So it may neutralize the karmic reactions, but it does not remove neither the ignorance nor the desire, material desire. And since it does not remove the material desire, the person has the tendency or the proclivity to go back to perform the same activity. And what is the example which was given in the previous verse on this? It is the elephant, elephant taking bath. The elephant takes the bath and then soon after it comes out of the uh, river or the pond, once again the same trunk takes the fine sand and sprinkles on itself. So all that cleansing which has taken place Again, uh, it resorts back to the asapate, the dirt falls on it. 
an electron devotion, Rupa Goswami gives another example. What's that example he gives there? Sorry? Thief, but I think more uh, he emphasizes on the example of having a sexual desire that the person performs that activity. Yes, he may take some medication, goes to a doctor and take that medicine. So taking that medicine is similar to performing this uh, karma kanda neutralization or the karma jnana and astamri yoga neutralization. But the proclivity, the desire for perform that activity is not removed and therefore once again he goes back and indulges the same activity. So till the proclivity is removed, uh, the person continues to have the same dirt in the heart. Now how do we remove that dirt? What is the process by which we can remove that dirt? So, one is we said the gradual process, you cannot stop at year 10, you cannot stop at year 12, you cannot stop at degree, you cannot stop at post-graduation, you need to reach the top end of the ladder which is the PhD the doctorate. But there are other ways of reaching, becoming the same doctorate which is a direct process. If you are coming from Asian background, especially from India, there are politicians, there are actresses, there are industrialists who are given directly doctor of philosophy, the award is given. They don't go through year 10, year 12, degree, post graduation. They are directly given that um, PhD. So that means that by excelling in one area, they are given that uh, PhD or the highest qualification. So here the highest way or the best way of removing the dirt from the heart is not to take the step following the step gradual process because there is a tendency to fall off in the intermediate steps rather take the direct process of chanting the holy name of the Lord. And when you chant the holy name of the Lord properly with proper consciousness, with proper understanding, what is that understanding? that we are not just the body, but we are the spirit soul. We are not just the spirit soul, but we are part and parcel of Krishna. With that understanding, with that feeling, when we chant the holy name of the Lord, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. When with that feeling one calls out to the Supreme Lord, then we find the that name reveals the form, the activities and so on. Maybe as a simple example you can take that a mother comes out of the room or the temple room and sees that uh, there's a pair of shoes there immediately the mother can recognize the pair of shoes that that shoes belongs to her own child. And the moment she thinks of the child, then she remembers the activities of the child, the form of the child, the beauty of the child and so on. So similarly, when we remember the name of the Lord in purity, in that consciousness, in that feeling, then uh, the activities, the form, pastime, they are all revealed in our heart. Which is that verse in Bhagavad Gita which says that? Anyone remembers? 
someone who is constantly chanting the holy name of the Lord, the Lord from within the heart reveals. Wonderful gifts. So therefore, that's the process uh, we need to undertake. And that's the process recommended, especially in this yoga, because that goes directly to the root of uh, the problem. So unless that root is removed, we continue to perform the same activities again and again. And even if you look at the karma, jnana and astanga yoga, they will not give the required result unless some amount of bhakti is there. So therefore, uh, we have the terms like karma mishra bhakti, jnana mishra bhakti, yoga mishra bhakti on one side, then bhakti mishra jnana, bhakti mishra karma, bhakti mishra yoga. So we find this terminology being uh, technically used in our Vedic literature. So instead of just saying karma yoga or jnana yoga, it is more appropriate to say bhakti karma yoga, bhakti karma yoga or bhakti karma jnana because to attain the result of that karma or jnana or yoga, you need to mix element of bhakti. The focus may be on karma, jnana or yoga, but unless you have the component of bhakti, the karma, jnana and yoga will not give the result of neutralizing uh, the karmic reactions. Whereas bhakti, it is independent of the karma, jnana or yoga. It is a direct process, by simply adopting that process, one can uh, cleanse the heart. However, somebody may perform their uh, activity uh, not to start with, with purity, anyamilashta, sunya may not happen. The person may be mixed with karma mishra or jnana mishra or uh, yoga mishra bhakti. And these are the terms which are used by Vishnachakrati Thakur when he discussed the middle six chapters of Bhagavad Gita. So by doing that, the heart is getting cleansed, the destination may change, but your heart is getting cleansed and therefore uh, you rise in uh, your consciousness. So the ultimate goal of chanting the holy name is not really for Nishkutin, it's not for cleansing of the simple heart which the process might say even karma, jnana or yoga to an extent can neutralize but the aim of chanting of the Holy the Lord is to attain prema, the, the highest uh, realization of who you are in relationship with the Lord in one of those five uh, mellows. What are those five mellows? And that can be achieved 
and by chanting the holy name of the Lord. So therefore Prabhupada says, the statements in this verse have been confirmed previously in Srimad Bhagavatam, Srimadam Svakata Krishna Punya Savana Kirtanaha Dantastoya Bhadrani Vidunoti Surasata Sri Krishna, the first hand of Godhead, who is the Paramatma in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotees, cleanses desire for material enjoyment in the heart of the devotee who relishes his messages which are themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. See, the junction between the material realm and the spiritual realm is our mind. The junction between the material realm and the spiritual realm is the our own mind. Why do we say that the mind is the junction? It's because it is the mind where all our impressions are stored. Although technically we say that the technical word used is chitta, the uh, where the impressions are stored. Now what are impressions once again? What are the inclinations? Let's quickly go through the cycle which we had seen earlier, but we'll go through once again to refresh answers. Psychologists and psychiatrists, they say that every day, every person, uh, maybe Dr. Mahatma Prabhu also will agree with us, that uh, the mind generates anywhere between 5,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. You don't have to do anything, you don't have to talk to anyone, your mind keeps talking to you. From morning till evening. And when you look at those thoughts, take three baskets the basket of the past, the basket of the present, and the basket of the future. Most of the thoughts belong to the basket of the past or the basket of the future. Hardly any thought falls in the basket of the present. The reality of existence for a person is only the present basket. The past does not exist. The future does not exist. It's only the present which exists for the soul. But yet, our mind is vacillating between the past and the present, which means that we are not existing because most of the time we are in a non-existing framework, not an existence framework. And then any thought which comes or any activity we perform, it leaves behind an impression and that is called samskara. When that samskara happens repeatedly, it becomes vasana. So the first thought is vritti, the vritti becomes a samskara, and that samskara, when it is repeatedly performed, it becomes a vasana, implying it stores in our subconscious plane. It becomes part of our reflexes. So when that, with that samskara or vasana, where is it stored? It is stored in chitta. Generally we say it is stored in mind, 
but technically it is stored in chitta. And the person when born in the next body, under the supervision of the Supreme Lord, Daivanetrena, based on what is stored in the chitta, because chitta stores all our impressions in subconscious plane, and then our desires, accordingly, Lord makes an arrangement for the next body. And that body is once again a combination of the mind, whatever impressions we have stored. So with that mind, with that intelligence, the body is given to us and we take, we, we are born. And then once again, the vritti, uh, the samskara, the vasana, chitta and this cycle continues again and again. So here we find that chitta has to be cleansed. The chitta has the, uh, the root, all our impressions are stored and that needs to be cleansed. And how do we clean it? That cannot be cleansed by the so-called uh, karma, jnana or astanga yoga. The only way, the only process which can cleanse it is by um, chanting the holy name of the Lord. And in this yoga, we have many times have been said, it is Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Eva Kevalam, Kalo Nasti Eva Nasti Eva Nasti Eva Gatil So the process is to chant the holy name of the Lord and there is no other process. No other process and no other process. So such purification is called Sattva Bhava. So one's main purpose in human life should be to purify its existence and achieve liberation. So the main goal of human life is to purify the chitta. So therefore Patanjali called it as chitta vritti nirodha. The chitta should be cleansed, nirodha should be cleansed of all the impressions. They make an attempt to do by Nastanga Yoga, but here we find Vishuddhutas are clearly emphasizing that that is an incomplete process. That is not a complete process. It's an incomplete process. With an incomplete process, it cannot be cleansed. So the process to complete is by chanting the Holy Name. So one's main purpose in human life should be to purify the existence and achieve liberation. As long as one has a material body, one is understood to be impure. So, so long we have the material body, it is to be understood as impure because material body is only the hardware in a computer language. But what drives that hardware is the software, which is the, the subtle body. The subtle body is the mind and that mind requires to be cleansed. So mental body means the mind and that mind is impure because it has gathered all the impressions so far, not just one lifetime but from n number of lifetimes. We can't count the number of lifetimes. Maybe if you want to take as a simple example, uh, we can take the example of the Dharashtra. He was said that uh, he had to take hundred lifetimes to become the Dharashtra to neutralize 
or to uh, bear the consequences of what he has done uh, and therefore he lost his hundred children uh, in the Mahabharata war. So therefore that number of lifetimes we have the impressions in our chitta and that requires to be cleansed. And hence Prabhupada said that the fact that I have the material body, it means that it is accompanying my subtle body and therefore it's impure. The moment the subtle body disappears, the gross body also disappears. Because we exist in three different layers. This Tola Sharira, this Sukshma Sharira and Adhyatmika Sharira. The gross body, the subtle body and the spiritual body. So when the subtle body, which is the Sukshma Sharira, dissolves by the purification or by the chanting of the Holy of the Lord, the cross body drops and your, the spiritual body returns back to the spiritual world. In such an impure material condition, one cannot enjoy truly a blissful life, although everyone sees it. So I may say, well, I am happy because I have not tasted the real happiness. I may say that, well, I eat gulab jamun, I feel happy. I eat uh, some other sweet, I'm happy. I see a movie, I'm happy. I go to a park, I'm happy. I play a game, I'm happy. I become Mr. Universe, I'm happy. But all this we are saying because we have not really experienced the real happiness. The real happiness for a soul or for an individual occurs when somebody chants the holy name of the Lord in purity, in that feeling, then that holy name pierces through the intellectual plane, the mindful plane, the gross body and gently pants the soul. The moment that holy name pants the soul, that's the time when you feel the whole body is electrified. So when we chant, is that happening? When when we feel when we can feel that panting of the holy name on the soul, then the person experiences the ecstasy, the person experiences the bliss, and therefore Shiva Prabhupada says, one cannot enjoy that truly blissful life till the spiritual energy touches the spiritual energy within the Everything else is material. Nothing material can really give the bliss. Because the bliss is already there, it requires to be uncovered. And that uncovering process is the chanting. Therefore, Srimad Bhagavatam 5.5.1 says, Tapo Deviyam Putraka Ena Sattvam Sudhi One must perform tapasya austerity to purify the existence in order to come to the spiritual platform. So one must perform tapasya. And what is the tapasya? The tapasya of chanting and glorifying the name, fame and act of the Lord is a very easy purifying process by which everyone can be happy. So everyone needs to do tapasya or austerity. And what is the tapasya we need to perform? The tapasya of chanting and glorifying the Lord's name.
So we should develop that taste or we should have the taste for hearing Krishna Katha. We should have a taste for chanting the Holy Name of the Lord. We should have a taste for eating Krishna Prasanna. We should have the feeling towards the fellow devotees, fellow Vaishnavas. Then in that association, when we hear that Krishna Katha, uh, that we find that the tapasya will bring about the cleansing of the chitta. So therefore, chitta vritti nirodha. Whatever vrittis are there, that chitta, then becomes nirodha, that gets cleansed. Therefore, anyone or everyone who desires the ultimate cleansing of his heart must adopt this process. So anyone who desires the cleansing of the heart must take to this process of chanting. Other processes such as karma, jnana and yoga cannot cleanse the heart absolutely. Cannot cleanse the heart aikantikam. It cannot cleanse absolutely because it cannot reach out to the root. So summarizing, there is only one choice or you can, if you want to draw the diagram, you have the ignorance at the root, you draw a line and then you have two options, the desire. And in that desire, you have only two options, either to move towards matter or move towards the spirit soul or the spirit. That's where is the junction for us. Whether are we moving towards the material energy or are we moving towards the spiritual energy? It depends on our original constitution or understanding of vidya slash avidya. If I am in ignorance, my desire would be to move towards material energy. If my uh, avidya or if, if I have vidya knowledge that I am not the body but I am the spirit soul, not just the spirit soul, because I'm saying Ahabrahmasmi really does not help me. It, it gives me some sort of a relief from the material world, but it does not give my relationship with the Supreme Lord. Unless I have a Samanda Gyan that I'm not just the spirit soul, but I'm part and parcel of Krishna, then I take the second option of connecting myself with the spiritual energy. And the only way to connect the spiritual energy in this yuga is the simple process of chanting Hare Krishna Associated. So we have, uh, we always say in Bhakti Ruksha programs, what is that? A, B, C, D. A for association of the devotees, B for reading books of Srila Prabhupada, C for chanting, and D for diet that we should take only prasadam and nothing else. So if we have this package with us, uh, then uh, we are on the safe board of Krishna Consciousness. And the moment we leave this board, we can be rest assured uh, that we will be uh, drowning in the material energy. We can uh, you can take a practical example which is happening or just happened in our own congregation. We have a wonderful devotee family. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, they have stopped coming to temple and they have stopped chanting. Otherwise, they were chanting uh, like all 
2016 round following the four regulatory principles, taking only prasadam, attending to temple service, attending to association, participating in Harinam. They have dropped out of this board and today when you give a call and say, how are you Prabhu? He says, please don't call me Prabhu, I am no longer a Prabhu. <laughs> Initiated devotee and says, I am no longer a Prabhu. Why? Because the person has come out of the boat of Krishna consciousness and therefore he is no longer in touch with the spiritual energy. He is in constant touch with the it pains us because we know that family so well, we try to persuade them, just come to temple, do some activity here, you will be back uh, in this boat. Just don't call me Prabhu. I'm happy where I am. Very unfortunate. Sorry? Very unfortunate. Yeah, very unfortunate. Maybe they are very long away from the temple they live, so that is why. Samanda is not connecting. They have their own uh, reasons, let's not take this platform to discuss that part, but the, he gives his own reasons and one of the simple reasons he says that he is not received well in the temple. No, it's all a lot of artificial haribol, haribol, but it's not heart and heart touching. So one, that's one of the reasons he says he doesn't come. He doesn't find any bliss coming to the temple, but much more in this program. But what I am trying to say is that so long we remain in this boat, maybe the boat has got few holes, doesn't matter, the boat is tossing uh, on the ocean, in the waves, but still you are in that boat and therefore you can one day raise the other end of the shore. Because this is the only process uh, we find uh, is being mentioned. And you can see that Ajamil Without knowledge, he has chanted the holy name of the Lord and he received the mercy of the Lord. Na, earlier we said that Na, Na, Yana, the four syllables of the Lord he has spoken and then the Lord was forgetted to him by sending four Vishnu Dutas. So here, without knowledge, the person has chanted and here, devotees are chanting with knowledge. So therefore the destiny of the devotees should be higher than the destiny of Ajami. Because someone is chanting in ignorance and someone is chanting in knowledge. And therefore here they are on a higher pedestal. So in this verse we have Naikantikam Nishkrate Gunanuvada and Sattvabhavana. That if you are trying to do Nishkrute, any atonement, prize chitta, uh, that prize chitta with karma, jnana and astanga yoga, the gradual process steps, is not sufficient to cleanse the first part, ignorance, that the father is the ego. So that ego you cannot cleanse it because that ego factor it says that I am the body, I am not the spirit. So the moment I say that I am the body, then your desire is to run towards the material energy, not towards the spiritual energy. And the only way to cleanse that is Tarer Gunanuvadaha by chanting the holy name of the Lord. That too, constant chanting of the glory. 
So therefore, our nature should be to always chant uh, Krishna's name or read uh, Krishna Kata, especially before going to bed, instead of going through a WhatsApp message, what the last message I got today, uh, open Krishna book and then read a pastime or open Bhagavad Gita verse and read a verse or open Bhagavatam or read uh, a verse and with that consciousness uh, you go to sleep and therefore I think that is called Yoga Nidra because you are sleeping in connection with the Supreme Lord. Yeah, I think at this stage we'll stop, we'll take up any questions or any comments. Thank you very much for the class. Yeah. You say that Anandaya of Asad, you cannot get unless you change Yeah. That's the recommended process. In all the scriptures is the same. It is that you need to chant the name of the Lord. Unless you chant the holy name of the Lord, your true identity uh, in relationship to the Supreme Lord is, does, does not unfold. So we do not elevate from the, the existence of the stula, cross body, the subtle body. We need to go beyond that and come to the spiritual level, then the chanting of the holy name is important. And there, Lord reciprocates, Lord helps us. Whereas other processes, you are by yourself. You have no uh, relation or you have no help from the Supreme Lord. Okay, you are following the scripture, to that extent you get the benefit. It's not that the benefit is not there, but the ultimate benefit of Krishna Prema, uh, you won't get to that process. What about absorbing your mind in the lotus feet of Krishna? Yeah, that. How long can you absorb your mind in the lotus feet of Krishna? Because we, we know that we have to go through the stages of Atavasraddha, Sadhu Sangha, Bhajanakriya, Anartha Nivruti. When I'm struggling with Anartha Nivruti itself, with Kama, Krodha, Vada, Moha, Matsarya, where is the question of Nista, Ruchi, Bhava, Prema, they are far, they are only critical at this stage to me. But because it is there in the scripture, and scripture says that, well, you chant, you can attain that level, and I am able to experience little bit of the first uh, preliminary steps of Sraddha, Sadhu, Sangha, Bhajana, Kriya. So therefore, with that, I can extend the logic and say, well, uh, that is also existing, that is possible. If I do my part, uh, Krishna will in any case does his part. See, the problem in, any, in a relationship is you have the independent, you have the dependent. Independent for in our normal understanding, independent is the parent, dependent is the child. Although the child is dependent on the parent, it is the child who runs away from the parent. And the parent, he tries to go uh, behind the child because the parent understands uh, the child and therefore tries to provide as many facilities as possible so that the child comes back on the track and comes back home. 
So similarly, between ourselves and the Lord, we are dependent on the Lord, but yet we run away from the Lord. But then what does the Lord do? Lord Himself comes, Lord sends His representatives, Lord sends the scriptures to see that somehow this erring living entity is brought back onto the track. And that's what we see the turning towards the uh, the two birds on the uh, tree. So that uh, bird which is erring, Krishna, he is trying to accompany you. How many lifetimes? We can't just count the number of lifetimes he has been uh, with us or is going to be with us. And one day when we finish off, the Paramatma returns back. Yes, Prabhu. Uh, what is the relation between the uh, material success and spiritual success? And that's related to that uh, one question that is, what is the importance of the association for the chanting process? Whatever you say, it is right. But without the association, is this possible or not? Or if it is possible, how can I do it if it is not possible? Why? Association is not a prerequisite, but association is helpful. There are many devotees who, are, uh, who have heard the name of the Lord from Prabhupada, from some book and they associate to only reading Prabhupada books and that way they have association of Srila Prabhupada and the Vedic literature. But human association they did not have. But yet they are they have survived as a devotee for 25 years, 30 years. If you read Lilamrita, uh, you have examples, although I don't remember the name. Anyone remembers the name? There are devotees uh, who have just met a devotee once, bought the book and after that they never had any association for the next 25 years, 30 years. But yet, uh, the inspiration they got through reading Shri Prabhupada books is association they have and they maintain the Krishna consciousness. But that's an exceptional case, that's not as a rule. As a rule, we need association because we are not on that platform. Somebody who is on that platform, beyond, or you can say, Someone is on at least a Nista platform. Nista platform I consider as an escape velocity. Escape velocity is that you want, you are orbiting the earth. If the satellite has to go beyond the orbit and enter into the space, then it needs an escape velocity. So that escape velocity to enter into space going beyond the earth's uh, attractive force, you can say is at least Nista platform. Otherwise, the person can bloom. What's another question? question? Is there any relation between material success and spiritual success? Because I have seen many devotees when they do not get material success, they blame that uh, and they gradually, gradually go away from the temple. Relationship between material, once again it comes back to the same part. I'll give you an example. We have a devotee. Uh, I'll not take the name because it's not good to take the name. Uh, there are many examples like that. The devotee said that if I don't have a job, I can spend more time in reading Srimad Bhagavatam, spend more time in reading Srimad books. Somehow, by Krishna's arrangement, the person lost the job. 
least when he had the job, the person was able to read nicely the books coming back after from office in the evening, was able to spend time. But after losing the job, how do, how do I maintain the family? How do I take care of the family? So whatever little reading the person was doing while he had the job, even that he was not able to do effectively when there was no job. So what does that mean? It means that we have not reached the platform that escaped the lost in this platform. And therefore the material aspects uh, drags their soul. So you have, unless we need to understand what is our platform. Where am I? Am I within the, uh, you can say, whether I'm at the starting, Shraddha, Sadhu Sangha or Bhajana Kriya, most of us are in Anartha Nikruti. But those who have crossed Anartha Nikruti and reached the platform of Nista, sorry, I'm in pain. So, who have reached the platform of Nista, at least, uh, then uh, they are not so much troubled uh, by these forces. Because we say that uh, in Nectar of Devotion, Rupa Goswami says that there are uh, six effects of practicing bhakti, and the first one is Kleshamni uh, and then Shubhaka. So, therefore, the auspiciousness comes in that person when he takes to uh, Krishna consciousness, and Kleshamni. Uh, is the same cycle we have just now discussed uh, the ignorance, then the desire, and the papam, and the suffering. So that is what is the klesha. Klesha is whatever dirt you have, agni, that is a fire of Krishna consciousness, and burns that. So it, it cannot be applied as a universal principle. Somebody should have only wealth, then the person should will be uh, spiritually happy. That cannot be applied. It depends on the stage of uh, Krishna consciousness the person has. Any other question or comment? Okay. Grandara Shri Madhagatan Ki Jai Shri Madhagatan